Welcome to Disney Honor Roll. I'm Chrissy. And I'm Sharon. We are two teachers who love our families, our students, and everything Disney. When we're not at school or taking care of our own children, we're dreaming of our next Disney vacation. What aspects of Disney will make our honor roll and which won't make the grade? You'll have to listen to find out. Class starts now. Welcome to episode 12 of Disney Honor Roll. Original release date, March 10th, 2021. Today is a very special day. We are right smack dab in the middle of our birthday week. Birthday week! Woo! Since it's our birthdays, we are taking a break from grading this week. We are true teachers here. (laughs) Yes, we are. Don't tell our principals that. Instead, we have some very special guests, and we will introduce them to you in a bit. But first, it's time for our morning announcements. The Easter Egg Stravaganza scavenger hunt begins March 19th at Epcot. You need to buy a map for, what was it, $7.99 when you enter the park. Yes, Disney says you can hunt high and low for hidden eggs featuring beloved Disney peeps. Once you're done, return the completed map for a spectacular surprise. <laughs> that's that's a stretch. That was a stretch. It looks, egg- it looks better tacular? in writing. It does. Spag spectacular. Good try, Disney marketing. <laughs> but egg extravaganza was better. I'm glad I got to say that one. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the egg extravaganza a few years ago. We went. We were actually in Epcot on Easter Sunday, and they were very cutely decorated. Oh, that's great. I saw some pictures. They are super cute. So they were spectacular. <laughs> well, moving on to some exciting news. Ha, ha, ha. All right. Some exciting news out of California this time. The state released new guidelines that will allow Disneyland, Universal Studios Hollywood, and other parks to reopen as soon as April 1st of this year. That is great news since it has been so long. It's been closed for about a year. And as of April 1st, it will be closed for an entire year. So this is just excellent. It's excellent to hear. Excellent. (laughs) Very excellent. They'll be opening for California residents only at this time, but it's still a huge step for them. I know that they're opening only to California residents to reduce travelers, but still it's upsetting to others who don't live necessarily in California. I know a lot of people travel there from Utah and Arizona and Nevada. So at least they are opening, but it would be nice if they could expand it a little bit. Well, once they do expand it, I cannot wait to get there and see me some Radiator Springs. Yeah, me too. I've never been there and it is definitely high on my bucket list. Same here. Our final morning announcement today is that it is time to announce the winner of our birthday week giveaway. Yay! All right. So we will post our little video of how we chose this so that you will all see it's It was legit. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) We did it in an honest way. And congratulations to Zach Schwint. Yay! Congratulations, Zach. You are the proud new owner of a Mickey Mouse pad folio and a Disney honor roll sticker. We will reach out to you so you can claim your prize. And thank you to everyone who entered our giveaway. We had a lot of fun with that. We did. Well, let's move on to our progress reports now. Blizzard Beach opened up to guests on March 7th. 
Yay. I love some Blizzard Beach. I love March 7th. (laughs) (laughs) Do not need a reservation for the water park, which was surprising to read. I would think that they would have reservations like the other parks. It is surprising. I guess they don't expect the capacity to be reached there, so I'm sure they're not as popular as the other parks. Yeah. So I guess it... It's a good call on their part. That makes sense. I mean, they are smaller, and on normal operating days and non-COVID times, they don't really reach capacity. So head over to the water parks if you can't get a reservation for a normal park. (laughs) Yep, for sure. They opened to cast members and their families a couple days before for a soft opening. And that's really sweet. That's a nice way to show their appreciation for their cast members. And I only wish that they had opened to furloughed or laid off cast members as well. They absolutely should have. Well, yeah. maybe in the future. Maybe when they open Typhoon Lagoon. <laughs> Disney also released photos of the newly refurbished Moana-inspired rooms at the Polynesian. They look amazing. They look so awesome. I was worried that they wouldn't be themed nearly as much as they are and it is incredible there is a huge mural on one wall that looks like it was inspired by maui's tattoos and there's a cute little hey hey hiding by the coffee bar it's just it's awesome and i know that my son would love it to see all that so i can't wait i love that it wasn't in your face animation yes in the rooms but it's also undeniable that it is moana themed yes if you had no clue who Moana was or what that movie was, you would still find it extraordinarily beautiful. You might be wondering why there's a weird chicken in the one corner of the room, (laughs) but the rest of it is just, it's beautiful and it's so fun. I have to get there to see it someday. Yes. Another thing on my bucket list. Oh yes. (laughs) Everything Disney related. (laughs) (laughs) We would like to say thank you again to our Patreon supporters. Yes, thank you so much. If you would like to be a teacher's pet or a salutatorian or valedictorian of our podcast, please visit patreon.com slash Disney Honor Roll. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the moment we've all been waiting for. <laughs> our very first guests on our podcast. Yay. That's right. And it's not one, but two guests. Yes. This segment was previously recorded so that we wouldn't keep them up all night. (laughs) In honor of birthday week, we have some very special guests on our show today. I am so excited to introduce our parents. Yay. So joining me is my mom, Donna. And joining me is my dad, Bob. Thank you both so much for being here. Thanks for having us. It's fun to be here. Yeah. We thought it would be nice to have you two on the show this week because without you, we wouldn't have birthdays. Obviously. And we would have never gone to Disney and we would not be doing this wonderful show. So thank you for bringing us into the world and bringing us to Disney. Especially the second. My pleasure. (laughs) Thanks for the opportunity to be on the show. But um, it's also very appropriate that my dad is joining us for birthday week because his birthday is this week too. Yes. So happy birthday to you. It's a big birthday, right? (laughs) Yes, It's a big birthday. Yes. Big 6-0. Can I say that? You can say right. that. The big six O. <laughs> when I get to be 120, then we can double it. All right. <laughs> so let's start with some questions. Our first question is, how old were we when you first brought each of us to Disney? You were three when we went to Disney the first time. 
what about a book? You were just under two years of age when we first brought you to Disney. Hmm. That's nice because you're still free when you're under three years old. It's true to this day. That was very nice. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember where we stayed on that trip? I do. We stayed at the Holiday Inn Northgate, a property that's no longer there. It's right outside the gate of uh, Disney World, the main gate. Cool. Oh, Northgate. I get it. Yeah, wow. makes sense. Yeah. Uh -huh. Mom, do you okay. remember where we stayed? Yes. It, it was the treehouse area back in the day, but we weren't in the treehouses. We were in a townhouse type thing, but there were the treehouses around us. And I think it's Saratoga Springs now. That's the area yeah, the tree houses area. are in. So. The, the tree, yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. So it was really neat. And it was across the lake from the, what was then the nightclub area. It, what um, was that Pleasure called? Island. Yep, Pleasure back in the day. <laughs> and every night at midnight, there would be fireworks. And you could hear them, the bands playing hot, hot, hot. Whatever the <laughs> song was back in 1990, whenever. <laughs> So by the end of our trip, we were hot, hot, hot. Everything we did, we were singing that song. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, Pleasure Island became was... not Pleasure Island anymore just right. before we turned 21. <laughs> and we could actually enjoy it. <laughs> All right. So next question. What souvenirs stand out in your mind when you brought us to Disney World when we were young? No souvenirs. I'm not a souvenir <laughs> shopper. I'd rather do and go and then shop. So I have no idea what we brought home. The experience itself is the souvenir. Yes, yes. But yet, when we went with the baby, you bought him a souvenir. Well, you grandchildren him... are different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very different experience when you're with grandchildren. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a bit. <laughs> How about us, Dad? We always had a family tradition started by your mother that when we first entered the Magic Kingdom, we would go right into the Emporium. And we would buy you each a hat for the week and you would pick out your favorite hat now i don't know on your first trip which particular hat you had but i'm sure if you look in your closet you still have it <laughs> and, um, on the way out of the park that evening we would get one of those large balloons which we could then sometimes bring into the park or just leave in the room and you had those exact souvenirs all week long and uh, the balloon would eventually deflate uh, but the souvenir was something that you could bring home and you could use in the park all week long and no, I definitely still have my Minnie Mouse with like the really super duper long eyelashes on the hat. Oh, yes. <laughs> I remember I had the goofy hat with the teeth hanging out in front of him. My brother had that <laughs> one. Yeah. That's so cool. And even when we went with the grandchildren, we did the exact same thing. Yeah. Aww. That's such a great Neat. memory. That's special. Tradition. Yeah. You had the goofy hat because we, you went with two boy cousins. That's yes. why. So whatever the boys liked, you liked. Yes. <laughs> We That's went awesome. with my cousins who are yeah. about my age. So yes. I was the tomboy. Yep. Hey, listen, I love Goofy. I didn't need a Goofy hat. I was a natural. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about a favorite memory you have from when we were little at Disney. Well, my memory goes back 31 years. It's from your very first trip. And at the time, the section of Disney, which is now the expanded Fantasyland, there was a section of Disney called Mickey's Toontown. Mickey's Toontown had a two houses you could walk through, Minnie's house and Mickey's house. And part of the queue or waiting area to go in was a big circus tent. We were waiting in there one day, a live band was playing. And I remember you with your little blonde curls and 
your little white shirt and pink shorts on. The band started to play and you got up and started dancing and jumping around. And with that, all these parents started taking out their recording devices. Now those were different times. You didn't have cell phones where you had unlimited recording capabilities. What you had were these large VHS cameras, weighed <laughs> probably 20 or 30 pounds a piece. And people had limited recording capabilities. They had a 30 minute tape or a 60 minute tape or a 90 minute tape. And all these other parents started looking at this little girl, my little girl, <laughs> dancing in the middle of the floor. And they started recording her. With that, they would encourage their kids to get up and start dancing. And in some cases, even the parents started to get up and started to dance. (laughs) So I can honestly say that my very first and probably only Disney dance party was initiated (laughs) by you on your very first trip to Disney. And to this day, your mom and I still talk about that. Oh, that's so sweet. I have about 47 others, but (laughs) that's the one I remember the most. I was getting the party started before I even knew what that meant. (laughs) Hey, Mickey, you're so fine. That was a song? That was the song. That's so perfect. That was the song. Oh, Mickey, what a pity. (laughs) That was a good memory. Well, Mom, I'm sure you can't top that one. I know I can't. My memory's not that good, first of all. (laughs) But I do remember where we made a lot of character breakfast reservations because that's really the only way you knew for sure you would be able to see a character back then. It's not like you could go into an area and you knew Mary Poppins would be there or whoever. Mm -hmm. So we had a breakfast reservation at the Grand Floridian and beautiful walking in, you know, we just loved it. You just were amazed at how gorgeous it was and how fancy it was. And we walked back to the dining room and we waited it had to wait outside a few minutes and out the, the dining room doors came chip and dale well you ran up and tackled literally <laughs> tackled chip that he fell over backwards his feet were up in the air waddling you know wiggling around and poor dale didn't know what to do <laughs> so this little three-year-old took down chip but they, they you know it was fun they you know, acted out, you know, getting each other up and Mary Poppins would come out and, you know, and with her umbrella and, you know, strut out and wonder what this mischief was that was going on out here. Oh my so gosh. It was kind of fun. It was a lot of fun. You tackled, like, you just loved the characters at that age, you know, and you were just so excited and this was this a, such an exciting thing. Yeah. <laughs> it still is exciting. So yeah. Great. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I didn't know you had it in you. Yeah. Well, you danced and I tackled. Oh, there we go. <laughs> tomboy in you. Yep, that was the tomboy. <laughs> All right, so now that you have been to Disney, both of you with grandchildren, how is it different than when we were kids? It's very different because I you're more or less along for the ride now. You're not in charge of where we go, what we have to do, you know, that you're there just to enjoy the time with with them the best memories i have is are just walking the baby around in the stroller and while he'd sleep yeah (laughs) sleep through it um it was yeah Yeah. and he had quite a a fun time at the disney junior dance party much like you did when you were little (laughs) Mm -hmm. he had a lot of other parents watching him too (laughs) so sweet 
I think it's the opportunity to get to see two generations at one time where mm -hmm. I know how my children reacted, both Sharon and her brother, mm -hmm. and now to see the grandchildren react and then watch your children react to your grandchildren. <laughs> yeah. Sort of like uh, brings tears to your eyes at times. Yep. Cool. Oh, that's really sweet. Mm-hmm. Well, now I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a favorite memory with your grandchildren in the parks? I mean, the, I know that you have on the property or in the parks on property, also an experience at a character buffet park fair at the Grand Floridian when um, the two boys blushed. Um, what are Cinderella's sister's names? Anastasia and Drizella. Yes, they were there and both the twins blushed. <laughs> and that was one of the favorite moments. And hopefully I'm around another 31 years from now to remember that and talk yeah. about it. <laughs> Tell their kids someday. Tell their kids someday. Didn't they get um, lipstick marks all over them? If I remember oh, that sure picture. It was, it, saying that they blushed is putting it mildly for that. <laughs> I can't wait to 1900 Park Fair because, oh my gosh, they were smitten. Especially one of my boys. He was just over the moon for Anastasia. And then Anastasia and Giselle started fighting over them and yes. it was it was a fun time. <laughs> Well, there's two of them and two of your boys, so it should be fine. Just Drizella went, Anastasia, you can't have them both. <laughs> and I remember Chip and Dale were hiding that day. They refused to come out. Oh. <laughs> I wonder why. They were in recovery. <laughs> right? <laughs> Mom, do you have a favorite memory? My one and a half year old grandson. We were walking around that tent area in the back, which is now called Pete's Silly Sideshow. Okay. <laughs> and we were, I was just walking him, keeping him busy, just walk, holding his hand and walking. And we were waiting for the character meet and greet to open. It was just, right. we were so early that nine we o'clock yeah. or whatever. But, and we just happened to wander past Pluto. And Pluto, he saw Pluto. And he just went up, and again, Pluto would get down at his little one-year-old eye level, and he would hug Pluto, and Pluto took him by the hand and walked him around the garden out there, and he took off with Pluto as if nothing was wrong with that. That's so cute. <laughs> Mommy didn't matter. Nope. Mommy they were Daddy. looking for bones. Yep. That's what so Pluto's handler just, said. Yep. <laughs> fell in love with Pluto, and... Took a walk, took off with oh, them. Oh, that's so cute. Yep. Let's hear about your first trip to Disney World. Who would like to go first? I'm excited for oh, this. I know, I'm excited too. Back in the Stone Age, <laughs> it was early 70s. I'm not sure when Disney World opened. 71? October 1st, 1971. Okay. The 50th is coming up. So mm -hmm. it was probably 72 or 73. I went with my high school youth group on a school bus all the way from Pennsylvania oh my God. down to this wonderful place, Disney World in Florida. How cool. Can you imagine that? <laughs> Riding the school bus. I don't know how long the trip was, but our one stop was to Disney World one day. This one day? It was one day. Yeah, <laughs> we were heading to no a bathroom on school bus down right. in Florida. So, you know, it was one day there. And you would get a book of tickets. And you get yeah. <laughs> like five levels 
of mm-hmm. tickets, maybe like three or five A tickets and four B tickets and two, you know, three and you get one E ticket and the E ticket might have been Space Mountain or something super duper like that. So you, that's it. You know, you had one super duper ride, two pretty good ride, you know, that type of thing. And when your book of tickets was used up, you're done. That's amazing. So did it you enjoy fun. it? It was a lot of fun. Yes. As a teenager with all your friends in high school, how could you not have fun? Mm-hmm. On a school bus, though, that whole way. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yes. My high school took a coach bu- bus down, but uh... <laughs> that's so cool, though. It was the generation before yeah. you remember. <laughs> my, my first trip was in April of 1974. I remember the date because I was a huge baseball fan. And while we were at Disney, Hank Aaron hit his 714th home run. And I got to listen to it on the radio uh, that night. We went down as a family. I, at the time, I was one of seven children. And we had a GMC motorhome, which was painted bright orange. It looked like a large pumpkin. <laughs> we, we all traveled down there. And we stayed in a campground. I don't know if it exists anymore. It was called the Jellystone uh, Park Campground. And it was Yogi Bear themed. Mm-hmm. And uh, the whole family went to Disney um, for the first time. I guess <laughs> mm-hmm. my brother had been there earlier. And my sister had been there earlier with my parents. I remember the uh, ticket books. Mm. And things were a lot simpler then. Just the uh, <laughs> well, only so. two hotels on the monorail, the Contemporary Hotel and the Polynesian, mm-hmm. and um, you didn't have an Epcot, you didn't have any other parks, you didn't have a downtown Disney or or anything at the time. You just went to the park and you left at the end <laughs> after the fireworks. Wow, yeah, a lot different. Yeah. So I don't I don't remember how many days we went in the park, or um, I don't remember a lot about the trip except Hank Aaron's home run. <laughs> very disney related there <laughs> very cool yeah nowadays disney i mean i think chrissy and i think that planning a disney trip should be an olympic sport because we would win it for the u.s oh <laughs> i can say i was amazed at the monorail because back then you didn't have those types of things mm-hmm. and the tram as you went into the parking lot and all the people would go to the big poles and all these people would board the tram and this thing would move along and had a pretty good clip and you go to the ticket and transportation center and you would buy your daily tickets for the park i don't think they had well they couldn't have had park hoppers back then because they only had the one park <laughs> and they would move people so efficiently mm-hmm. it, it was really amazing and i'm just a young kid just looking at this and knowing this is amazing how fast they were moving people around. You've always been fascinated with the monorails. I've always been fascinated with transportation, but well, yes, yeah. the monorails. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so was Walt Disney. Yes, he yeah. was. They actually did the, the train tour in Magic Kingdom. Awesome. So we were lucked out the day we took the train tour because we signed up. And normally there's about 15 to 20 people on the tour. There were only two of us that day. We were the <laughs> only two yeah. on the train tour. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. <laughs> that, that is awesome. I want the train to come back online. It's been so long that they haven't had it because of Tron. That That's another memory I have from your first trip is that the transportation just, well, first of all, her first airplane ride. Yeah. Then when you get to the airport, you get in this monorail type thing just to get from your airplane to get back to the terminal. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then you we get into a bus 
which a three-year-old usually doesn't drive <laughs> a bus. And then we're going to the rental car place and we get a neat minivan. And then we're the next day we drive up to the monorail, mm -hmm. get on that. You know, it's just... And the boats. And then, and... Right, right. So many... In one day, we did so many different <laughs> forms of transportation. Yeah. And trains and automobiles. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the three-year-old's amazed by all of those. Yeah. Even before we got to the park, it was fun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> before we even get in. And then we went on the train for the first time. That was the first thing we did. That's a great, yep. great place to start. Yep. That is a great place to start. And you could you ride the monorail all day for free and not have to buy a park ticket. Yeah. <laughs> he's, done that with my, he's done that with my boys. <laughs> yeah. He's taken them That's just fun. on rides in the monorail. Mm -hmm. I not, love it. Not to avoid a park ticket, but just because right. they really yeah. enjoy it. Please stand yeah. clear of the doors. Por favor, manténgase al lejano de las puertas. I don't know if the pronunciation is correct, but you, <laughs> you know it. But there we go. <laughs> the monorail at Disneyland, I don't know if you've had the opportunity to go there, is much different than the monorail at the Magic Kingdom. It's a lot smaller. And when you get in, you get in the monorail and cross it right now, get in on one side and exit on the other at Disney World. At Disneyland, all the seats face the same way. They're big, long benches. And they all face inward to the inner circle so that as you go around the park, you can see all the attraction. Seats don't face wow. forward. They everybody's facing sideways on big long benches. Very cool. Looking oh, at looking at the park as you circle it. Very interesting. That's awesome. It's on my bucket list. Mm, that would be nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you well, both for coming and uh, talking with us. Yeah, we thank you so much. It was a lot of fun. Well, thank you for the opportunity to do this. I've had the pleasure of listening to your first ten podcasts and. Uh, to be in on the ground floor when this is successful, knowing <laughs> that I was in a very tiny Yay. part of it. Well, thank you very, very thank much. Thank you so much. You. Thanks so much for listening to our special birthday week episode. Next week, we will be taking your suggestions for attractions to grade for our report card. Head on over to our Instagram to take our poll on what you'd like us to grade. We definitely need to hear from you so that we know <laughs> what you want us to grade. Now, let's have our quote of the day. Sharon, would you please read the quote of the day? Indeed, I will. Now blow the candle out, my dear, and make your wish come true. A very merry unbirthday to you. And that was said by the March Hare and Mad Hatter in Alice in Wonderland. If you have never had an unbirthday party, we highly recommend it. I have had an unbirthday party. <laughs> and while it's nice to have something specific to celebrate, it's so much fun to celebrate just because. Yes, everybody deserves a little just because party once in a while. So a very merry birthday to you. <laughs> well, happy real birthday, Sharon. Well, thank you. Happy real birthday to you, Chrissy. Glad to be celebrating it with you virtually. Right back at you. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. Thanks again for listening. We would be honored if you shared our podcast with a fellow Disney lover. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Disney on a Roll. We love hearing from you and having fun with our posts. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Class dismissed. See you real soon.